Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good. So our affirmation card this week is a wonderful quote. I don't know who said it, but it reads, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn how to surf. Cowabunga dudes and doodads. The wisdom of this quote, I feel, reveals the spiritual truth. And this truth is that life itself is not always a smooth path going from one effortless manifestation to the other. We'd like for it to be, but unfortunately it doesn't always work out that way, does it? There are the occasional twists and turns, unforeseen circumstances, Occasional obstacles and just downright low-level vibrations of energy which may either sweep us off our feet like a wave rushing in from the ocean or provide us with the opportunity to evolve and express our faith in our oneness with the ever-present creative intelligence of divine source. Living this journey as the unique and wonderful individual you and individual me. An awareness of oneness which allows us to effortlessly hang ten over the less than positive issues that life presents from time to time. In The Art of Being, Dr. Dennis Merrick Jones wrote this. He said, if we want to have a fully expressed life, we are going to have to get wet and wade out into the surf. Yes, from, from time to time, we will all have those waves that simply seem to overwhelm whelm us. Those are the ones we need to be willing to be lifted by, not dragged under by. The key is to understand that we will never be able to control the waves of life, but we surely we can learn how to surf. He said it's about knowing how and when to let the waves lift us and carry us. It's about surrender in the moment and trusting that the divine intelligence within us knows what it is doing. So we want to focus on a couple of key words of key words from Dr. Dennis's wisdom. Having a fully expressed life. Surrender in the moment. Lifted by divine intelligence within all in the face of feeling perhaps a little overwhelmed, maybe some fear or some worry, perhaps a concern of being dragged under or swept away. Now, naturally, everyone wants the key phrases and words to express as their experience to be having a fully expressed life. Surrender, trust, lifted by. Of course, for those intentions to be our manifestations, we will want to examine just one other sentence from Dr. Dennis. Recall he said, the key is to understand that we will never be able to control the waves of life. At the human level, we cannot control the waves of of life. You know why that is? 
because we're not designed to. We're not designed to control the physical. We are designed to master the spiritual. And we are designed to master this from the awareness that as we operate in harmony with the spiritual domain, we are exercising our spiritual authority over all other domains of existence. At the spiritual level, we can take control of our beliefs, our faith, our oneness, our individual divinity, and allow the energetic currents of presence to lift us higher than the external wave itself. So the wave may pass without any lasting ramifications. We can control our vibration, our emotional state of being, with which we choose to perceive the waves of life. In effect, riding the wave. Esther Hicks said, solving problems is not the way to go. What our friend Esther is saying is, if our vibration is resonating, to solve every problem as it presents itself, then we are setting that vibration where we will always attract more problems to solve. You are not here to solve problems or be swept away by them. You are here at this choice point of sweet existence to express and live as the highest and best expression of your unique divinity. You are here in the now to fearlessly dive headfirst into the many waves of life from a consciousness of knowing that within you is the creative intelligence and evolving good of spirit. And therefore, no thing and no one is more powerful than you within any moment or any circumstance. This fearless and faithful embrace of your divinity is not about fixing problems. Not about fixing problems. It is about creating your best life. Creating your best life beyond the problem, in spite of the problem. It's about seeing the problem head on and throwing your shoulders back, holding your head up high and affirming at all times as I look upon my journey. I embrace the limitless opportunity to surrender. Surrender. To the creative intelligence and limitless power of spirit that I am. Therefore, I only see new and powerful ways of being and not an unsolvable problem, issue, or circumstance. And that, our most wonderful beloved is an up-leveled vibration of peace of mind, ease, and effortless demonstration. The next time, as if you feel as if there's a wave of issues heading your way, affirm that. Affirm that. Know that. Dive head first into the wave and the whole time just shout in joy. Cowabunga! Surf's up which is the title of our lesson this morning, Surf's Up. So there you go. All right, so we have a little parable for you. The parable is about this couple, two couples. They went out to, to lunch one day, and the wives decided they were going to go shopping. The men didn't really want to go shopping, so they decided they would go sailing instead. I would have said golf, but sailing is, is important to say sailing. So they go sailing instead, and while they're out sailing around, a big storm blows in, and the husbands 
are trying their best to maintain the boat and making matters worse, eventually the, the boat just hit the shore, right? Hit the shore and they were stuck where they are, so they had to climb out of the boat and they're standing in ankle-deep water trying to push the boat back and this huge storm is just pouring down on them and one of the guys is just standing there smiling. Just smiling in the midst of the storm and the struggle and he's trying to get the boat pushed back with the other one and the other one sees this guy smiling and he says, what are you so happy about? And the happy husband says, well, this sure beats shopping, doesn't it? I knew there was a true that there somewhere. And the moral to the story is this. A problem is only a problem until it is labeled as such. It's not a problem until it's labeled. Before the label is chosen for any circumstance or issue, it is merely a choice. We get to decide what we're going to label the issue or circumstance. A choice is how we perceive the issue. A choice is how we will label the circumstance and even a choice in how we will choose to interact with the problem. Will we interact from a consciousness of knowing that there is that within which will lift us above the issue? Or will we react out of fear and worry of being swept away? Recall our key words and phrases from the art of being. Having a fully expressed life. Surrender in the moment. Trust be lifted up. Divine intelligence within. Dr. Dennis wrote this. He said, if we are truly open to the lesson, each wave we encounter in life will contribute to making us master surfers. Masters at letting go and letting God. To be in the moment and master the art of being. We suggest every potential interaction of life, the positive, not so hot. You create a second nature habit for yourself with the intention being that your first response to each and every way is just to take a deep cleansing breath in. Full release. Do that with me. Full breath in. Full release. And then just close your eyes and say to yourself, I have a choice. I have a choice. I have a choice. How I choose to respond and react to this experience will be to be lifted up or swept away. I choose to be lifted. I choose to be lifted. You know, it takes 14 days, they say, to create a habit. And it takes about three to six months for a habit to become a second nature conditioned behavior. Frederick Bales wrote, Humankind's power of choice enables it to think like an angel or a devil, a king or a slave. Whatever it chooses, mind will create and manifest. Whatever your choice, divine mind will create and manifest. And I can only speak for myself. And I've chosen thinking like a devil a lot. Especially in my 20s. And what I found is that always resulted in a devil of a time. Didn't say a bad time, just the devil of the time. With just the simplest of spiritual exercises. Deep breath in, full release. I have a choice. I have a choice. I have a choice. 
I choose to be lifted. You are setting your intention to rise above the problem. You are surrendering to the omnipotent energy of source, and you are living with them the faith of your oneness with presence. And it all begins, all begins, the instant you take that deep breath in and release to exercise your power of choice. Your power of choice. Oprah Winfrey said, all hell open. Understand that the right to choose your own path is a sacred privilege. Use it. Dwell in possibility. And so here's the kicker. Until we train ourselves to take that deep breath and say, wait a second, I have to first exercise my power of choice, then we will never know how powerful we can be in exercising our spiritual authority. Because in each and every moment, we are either practicing spiritual principle through concern, worry, lower level vibrations, or we are practicing spiritual principle through oneness, awareness, knowing we can be lifted up. And when we practice from that arena, that state of consciousness, what happens? The universe responds. It's an entirely different vibration. Entirely different vibration. So we, we, have, a, we have a little um, exercise occurring at the house right now. A little exercise that's occurring at the house. We have a couple of cats that are a little bit older. And occasionally with older kitty cats, they stop using the litter box. And thankfully right now, they have decided that the best place for them to do that is my bathroom on my bathroom rug every other day. So we're not sure which one it is, right? And we weren't sure how to figure it out either until Dan came up with the idea of we bought a Wi-Fi camera and it now sits on the bathroom floor. And I... (laughs) Kitty cam, yes. And so what happened, we just put it in, and it sends you alerts, right, motion movement. And so I'm thinking, great, we're going to catch whichever one it is, and then we can figure out how to address this issue. So far, we have multiple images of the four various cats looking at the camera. Like, I can't go with you watching. Anyhow. (laughs) The vibration, you need to catch a cat. The vibration, you ain't catching me. Whatever your vibration, the universe is going to match. You have to choose the vibration you're going to offer as the issues of life come forward. And we'd love to tell you you're never going to have another issue of life. We'd love to tell you that. We'd love for you to live that. But the reality is, A, we'd be lying to you, and B, you won't grow from that. So, what we can do, what we can do in order to say that you are in this state of consciousness, 
constant growth and evolution, is say, train yourself to be lifted by the issue. Train yourself to release, let go, and let on. Train yourself to say, you know what? The last time I reacted to something similar to this, or a low-level vibration of energy, it didn't turn out so well. So let me not react. Let me be proactive in practicing my divinity. Practicing my divinity. And it is just such a simple exercise. And we strongly recommend that you practice that for the next seven days and just see how the week unfolds. And if you think it's unfolding with a little bit more calm, a little more ease, then do it for 17, excuse me, seven more days, because that's your 14 days. And then as you no, you're noticing a change in how you respond, not a change in how the waves are coming, because remember, what can't we do? We can't stop the waves. You can only change our response. You'll notice that you're onto something. You'll notice that you're addressing these waves from a different level of consciousness. You'll notice that all the waves no longer seem to be as troublesome, as overwhelming. And it's all because you didn't do anything. You just let go and allowed the presence that you are to raise you above. Jim Collins said, Great, greatness is not a function of circumstance. Greatness, it turns out, is largely a matter of conscious choice and discipline. Conscious choice and discipline. And so this is why we're saying, start off the seven days. Feel the effect. Move into another seven days. That's choice. Discipline is allowing it to become an ingrained pattern of behavior. About three to six months. Three to six months to change that behavior. Right? So Zig Ziglar said, every choice you make has an end result. So here's what we need you to understand about this. Some folks will say, well, you know, sometimes I just don't like to make the choice. I see those waves coming in and, and, and I'm tired. I don't want to make another choice. I don't want to have to deal with it again from any level of existence. Ever felt that way? Of course. But here's the reality. Not making a choice is still a choice. Not making a choice is operating by the law of averages. And you're not average. You're not here to be average. You are here to rise above. You are here to master your spiritual authority. You are here to look every discordant fact in the face and say, that has no power over me. When that problem comes up, and it's going to come up, you're not here to hide from it. You're here to say, I can handle this, or I don't know what to do, but I know something within me does. So I have a choice. And that choice is to release, to let go, and let God. You know, I, I have folks all the time that will counsel with me, and, you know, they come in for this profound spiritual guidance. Guidance, and they have whatever issue going on, some really serious. And I always end it with, you know, Reverend Tony, I just don't know what to do. And between you and me, I'm thinking, well, neither do I. I don't tell them that, 
I want them to get their money's worth. I say, you don't need to know. The power that you are, that I am, that's the knowing. We can let it go. We can move forward. We can, we can affirm that you don't have to solve this problem, this issue head on. You can allow the universe to do it for you and to do it through you. And they breathe. Now, I don't give them a solution. I just allow the evolution of that creative intelligence to come forward. And I allow it to come forward because that in and of itself is a choice that's going to have a positive end result. What Emerson said, once you make a, a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. Letting go and letting God flow through you to ride the way does not mean sticking our head in the sand and pretending the problem doesn't exist. Although that's a choice too. What it means is you jump in the water, right? You've allowed yourself to be lifted up and you're learning how to surf. But even in, on the board, remember, we have a responsibility. We have to give direction which way the board is going to go. We have to say, do I want to ride, ride that wave all the way in or do I want to go back out halfway? Do I want to stand, do handstands on the board? That's all choice. But it's still our responsibility to direct the direction of the board. So releasing, letting go, doesn't mean not taking action. It means releasing the thoughts of our mind. It means allowing our attention, the focus of our energy, to be on, to dwell in the possibility, not to dwell in the problem. And to master that, we can say, okay, I choose to dwell in the possibility. Then guess what happens? It's no longer, the issues are no longer overwhelming. You're excited to get out and enjoy the surf. You're excited to go and play in the water. Anybody just never have any problems occur? Of course. Why? Because you're not here to not have any problems. You're here to learn how to surf. I'm going to share a couple of stories with you. Or first I'm going to share something from Dr. Dennis. He says, in the art of being, at times, do you feel as though you're being overwhelmed by the waves of life, being pummeled, tossed, and turned? Oh, my God. Can we get a true dad? Yes, uh, absolutely. Then he wrote, the next time you feel a wave coming on, notice any tendencies to push back or control the event or situation. If you can clearly see that you are in over your head, in that moment of mindfulness, take a deep breath, take a deep breath, and invite the infinite intelligence that brought you into this world and sustained you to lift you and carry you over the condition and turbulence at hand. Let go of the need to control or manipulate when in your heart you know you have no power to do so. 
feel the sweetness of release and float in it with grace and ease. That, he says, is God supporting you. So, every class we do on affirmative prayer, we always teach the steps of affirmative prayer. And in those classes, right, the last step of affirmative prayer is release. The release step, letting go. And I've heard folks use the release step, say say what we're typically trained in, and so it is. Amen. Let it be. I've heard people channel Captain John Luke's card, make it so. See, it's not... It is the intention of the step, not the wording that makes it important. The intention of the release step is to affirm your faith and belief in a power greater than you are, yet at the same time as all that you are, therefore you know you no longer have a need to focus on the issue. You're trusting in the presence that you are to be lifted above. And as we allow ourselves to be lifted, lifted above the waves by source, we are shifting that focus away from the problem, away from the issue, into the grace of presence. Michael Beckwith said problems can only exist if they have your attention. They can only exist if we keep feeding them with the thoughts of our mind. We will add the wave can only sweep you away if you don't know how to surf. So we're going to share a few stories with you. There's a fellow by the name of Joseph Staffrace who lost his sight when he was roughly seven years old. He lost sight in both eyes due to an accident. Yet he was determined not to allow blindness to stand in the way of his dreams. And one of his dreams was learning how to scuba dive. He wanted to be a master scuba diver. And so he decided to focus his attention on the possibility of being an expert diver and not the issue of his blindness. And today he is an expert diver. He said, I did it to deliver a message that in life there is nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do. Regardless of the circumstance, once you know you have what it takes. There's another young software developer, um, I'm adding the wrong try, Mr. Ferigia, who's a young software developer, and he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis many years ago. And he accepts that the condition is not easy, but still doesn't accept that it has to limit him. The symptoms don't, symptoms don't have to limit him. So every day he still walks to work to keep fit. He still practices on the keyboard to keep his fingers limp, uh, limber so he can practice code. And in 2003, this young fellow got a PhD in mathematics and now works for a Fortune 500 company. These two gentlemen not famous enough for you? Well, let's talk about Steve Jobs for a moment. We all know Steve Jobs faced numerous issues before and after starting Apple. And if you recall, he was fired by Apple at one point in time. Then he was rehired to pull Apple out of going bankrupt and turn the company around. 
Steve Jobs once said during a commencement speech, you have to trust in something. Trust your gut. Believe in your destiny, life, karma, whatever. Believing, because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart, even when it leads you off the well-worn worn path. How about Nelson Mandela, who spent 27 years in prison before becoming the first president of South Africa to be elected in a fully representative democratic election. During his time in jail, he kept a scrap of paper in his cell that contained the words of a poem by William Ernest Henley entitled Invictus. And this famous poem ends with these lines. lines I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. You are the master of your fate. You are the captain of your soul. But you have to first make a choice. Do you want to be lifted up or do you want to rise? Do you want to say, just go ahead and succumb to the issues that we face and say, okay, I can't solve this and it's going to overwhelm me. That's a choice. Or, I've had so much stuff occur, there's no way I could be lifted out of this now. A great writer by the name of Michael McMillan, he said, you can't start the next chapter of your life if you can't keep reading the last one. Oh, we struck a nerve there with a few people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, the ride, the wave, you have to dive in. You have to release the old story. You can't grab the board if you're holding on to the old book. What's your story going to be? How will your story unfold from this point? I can tell you, it's only going to unfold from one of three ways. I have a choice, I have a choice, I have a choice. The next words out of your mouth that blow up are going to be from conditioning. Right? I have a choice, I have a choice, I have a choice. The conditioned me in the 20s would say, similar to what some of y'all would say, but evidently I like that, yes. The conditioned me from the 20s would say, this ain't worth it. No use in trying. People like me just aren't going to get ahead. I've had too much going on. Yada, yada. Yada, 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 yada. That was conditioned 20 years ago. The, the evolution of me, the evolution of consciousness would say, I have a choice, I have a choice, I have a choice. And my choice is only to dwell in infinite possibility by allowing, allowing, surrendering to the power of presence that I am. I don't know the outcome. I only know all good. All good. Why is it all good? <laughs> Thank you. We needed that for the recording. It's all good because it's all God. 
not pity yourself. You're way more powerful than you think. You're way more powerful than you give yourself credit for. You're way more powerful than anything you've expressed or manifested up to this point. The power that you are is infinite. Infinite presence. Infinite source. Limitless spirit. And that's what's raising, rising, raising, rising, raising you above, raising you above the issues, the problems. But you have to choose. That's the kicker. You have to choose to ride the wave. Again, you're going to want to dive in. And every time you dive in, you get to say, okay, universe, bring it on. Okay, universe, let's go hang ten. Let's go hang ten. Dr. Holmes said something wonderful. He said, if nothing goes forth from me that can hurt, then nothing can return to me that can harm. If nothing goes forth from me that can hurt, then nothing can return to me that can harm. And he's talking about his thoughts, my thoughts, my energy, my emotion. And if my emotion, my thoughts, my energy is to always put forth that knowing, that awareness, that it's all good, it's all God all the time, even when I don't know the outcome. I'm simply choosing to practice the power of my faith. And the universe has no way but to return that intention, other, any choice but to return that to me. To return that to me. So, We're going to remind you. Just one minute. Just give me one minute. I have a choice. I have a choice. I have a choice. See how the week goes. Take it for another week. Feel the shift in you. Don't look for the shift out there because it's not going to be there. Feel the shift in you. And then keep going. What you're going to find is that your second nature habit becomes to always dwell in possibility. You're not going to solve all the problems. You're not going to stop all the ways. You'll simply be providing an avenue to enjoy current, the flow of energy, to ride the way. Ride the way. So with that, we'll say, Kawabunga, and so ends our lesson. This is the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.